0: Hello and welcome. You are now listening to the Space Witch Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Whitney Levesque. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I'm really excited. Today I'm going to do kind of like a Valentine's Day inspired episode. If you don't celebrate Valentine's Day, then happy Thursday or happy payday for some of you. Um, If Thursday is a payday for you, then definitely go treat yourself to something nice. Either maybe buy yourself like a little gift or get some candy or go to dinner or maybe go to Lush and get some nice bath bombs and go home and take a bath. Treat yourself, um, which is really fitting because so in today's episode, I'm going to be talking all about the planet Venus. Um, Venus is all about beauty, love, luxury, aesthetics, um, peace, harmony, artistic or creative endeavors. Um, So if you do get paid on Thursday, then that's really perfect because it's Valentine's Day and I'm talking about Venus. And this whole episode is gonna be about treating yourself and um, how you wanna be treated and what kind of person you look for when you're attracted to someone um, and how you flirt maybe if you're a woman. Um, They say that Venus is how you flirt if you're a woman and what kind of woman you look for if you're a man. I think sometimes that applies, but I think overall Venus does show largely for both of both sexes or any sex um, how you flirt and how you show affection and what kind of things you're attracted to. And it's not always it's generally the planet of like love and affection, like relationships, but it can also kind of show like what other things you're attracted to, whether it's like, you know, your friendships, um, who you surround yourself with, what qualities you like in people, stuff like that so basically today i'm just going to be going through all of the zodiac signs and how they um, behave when the planet venus is in that sign so without further ado let's get into this week's episode you are now listening to the space Witch podcast your one-stop guide to the stars self discovery understanding the people around you and a logical explanation for all your other weird life experiences Get all your questions answered right here. I'm your host, Whitney Levesque. Also, I'm just going to apologize in advance if I sound really tired or like low energy. I don't know what it is with me today. I just like my eyes just feel so heavy and tired. I don't don't know why because I slept last night. Um, But I'm trying really hard to be happy and excited and sound good on this podcast, but um, bear with me. So yeah, let's start with the sign Aries. Um, I'm gonna go in order from Aries all the way to Pisces. Another thing you can look at in your natal chart, um, if, when you look at your natal chart, you wanna look at it like the wheel. Like I know there's that one when you go on Google and it, it's not the wheel, but it shows you like, um, like a list. Um, I personally don't really like looking at that one that much. So, if you can avoid that one, please do. Um, But when you look at the wheel and you look at your natal chart, um, also pay attention to what house Venus is in for your, um, for what house, your, wow, why can't I say this? Um, Pay attention to what house your Venus is in um, because that can also a lot of the time really color your venus and how it behaves and plays out in your chart along with the sign um so basically just go in order um or actually sorry that's confusing basically just look at what house your venus is in and then i'm gonna tell you what house goes with what sign as i go through this um but Basically, it's, it shouldn't be too confusing. Um, basically, it just goes in order. So it starts with Aries because Aries is the first t- uh, first sign. Wow, I'm really having a tough time with words today, guys. Um, so Aries is the first sign. And so that's your first house. And then Taurus is the second sign. So it's going to be the second house. So it's just going to go in that order until we get to Pisces, which is the 12th sign. So um, if your Venus is In the 12th house you're going to listen to the part where i talk about pisces because that could also apply to you and how you um, show affection and what you find beautiful and all that venus um, stuff so moving on aries so aries is associated with the first house Um, so if you have venus in the first house this could apply to you or if you have venus and aries either one so people with Venus and Aries they are very impulsive with love. they fall in love very quickly and they fall out of love just as fast. Um, they really like someone who is spontaneous and can keep their attention. Um, they tend to really like like sparring partners like they like to debate people. So if you're a Libra or like a Gemini this could be a really good match or if you know you' have Venus and Libra or Gemini. Um, they really like to kind of play devil's advocate. And they really like to take stances on things. And like they just like they like to argue. Um, This is the kind of sign that I would imagine likes to get into fights with someone and then have like makeup sex after. And um, they are really adventurous. They like people who are really like hot. Like because Aries is all about the physical body. They like people who are just kind of like naturally like sexy and attractive without really trying. So if you have like a really good body or a good physique this is going to be really attractive to someone with Venus and Aries. They also, because Aries is like the leader, they really like people who are um, kind of bossy and in charge, someone who's not afraid to take the reins. Um, I feel like this can also go either way sometimes, especially if you're a male with Venus and Aries, because sometimes even though Venus and Aries people really like bossy women that like take charge, um, Aries is also a very chivalrous sign. So, sometimes, like if you're a male or identify as a male, you might like someone who, like, you might like really girly women because Aries is very, like, chivalrous. So, you might want, like, this really beautiful, like, damsel in distress, like, almost like a Libra, maybe, um, that you can kind of just take care of and, you know, rescue and save her. Um, And, you know, some women might feel this way as well, for sure. Um, Another thing I've noticed about people with Venus and Aries is that they're very efficient. And they're very like go-gettery types and they like people who are also like go-getters. Um, they're the kind of people that like they just set their mind on a goal and they just get up and they just go do it. They're just like, you know, it's like tunnel vision. Like they block everything out and they just they get up and they get it done. Um, it's iffy about whether or not they, they like follow through with it because Aries is a cardinal sign. They're not a fixed sign. So, they're not... They're driven but they're not always as driven it really depends on the task um, but they can be very high energy and very um, busy it's very rare that you will ever see a Venus and Aries person sitting still or sitting down like they are always constantly having to do something because Aries is a very high energy sign and they're very quick and fast and they're just ready for anything Um And they kind of people with Venus and Aries kind of treat love the same way. You know, as soon as like they're very quick, like I said. So um, my friend Kyle actually pointed this out to me that people with Venus and Aries, because they're so quick, when they see someone, they're very quick to pick up on that first impression and decide whether or not they want to try and pursue a relationship with you or not. So with that said, like they just they know very quick, like they make quick judgments Um, And they just know, like, when they want to pursue someone. And so, when they do, they're very direct and very obvious about it. Sometimes, like, because Aries is also, like, it's a childlike sign, they can be kind of childlike and, you know, it's definitely possible that they could be shy um, sometimes, but... Um, not always. Usually, it's a very direct sign and they even like people who are very direct. So, um, in some cases, a Venus and Aries person would actually really like it if you hit on them first or um, kind of made a move on them first. Even You know, it kind of depends. But um, you don't want to get playing too quickly with them. Um, they really, Aries is very competitive. So, if you like someone with Venus and Aries, you definitely want to make them work for it and kind of play chase a little bit. um, But except you're not going to be the one chasing them. You want to be the one that they're going to chase. So, you got to play hard to get. If you give in too soon, they might get kind of bored because Aries is very impulsive and they're very high energy. And like I said, it's like that quick flame. So, um, if you don't keep their energy, they might get bored and everything kind of might fizzle out pretty fast. So, um, because of this, like Aries do get into. They, Venus and Aries people sorry they get into a lot of flings and like quick relationships and stuff like that they can be in long-term relationships but it has to be the right match you kind of have to like you know be a good vibrational match for them I'd say um, you have to be someone who can keep them on their toes and keep them entertained and um, you know they kind of require a lot of work that way. Um, if you have a crush on a Venus and Aries and you're wondering whether or not they like you, one of the things they might do is they might be really competitive with you. Like, they might challenge you a lot or, like, tease you or taunt you a little bit. Um, they might kind of drop their, like, macho facade um, and kind of show you their softer side if they really like you. Because, like I said, they're very childlike. So, they do have those, like, little innocent childlike capabilities. Um, they'll also probably just straight up tell you they like you because Aries is very blunt and very direct. And they don't they don't like passiveness and they don't like... Um, They don't have time really for indecision. Like they're very impatient. (laughs) So they want to know right away, like, hey, is this going to go somewhere? Yes? No? Okay, cool. Bye. Like they just, you know, they want instant results and instant answers. So it'll be very obvious if a Venus and Aries person is interested in you. So, moving on from Venus and Aries, I'm going to talk about Venus in Taurus and Venus in the second house. So, either one could apply. Um, if you have Venus in the second house, this could apply to you. If you have Venus in Taurus, this could also apply to you. And I just want to mention really quick. So, even though like you could have Venus in Taurus in your first house, um, So, that means like the Venus and Taurus section of this could apply to you and also the um, Venus and Aries slash Venus in the first house section could also apply to you. So, you can you have like more than one thing to listen to is kind of what I'm just trying to tell you in case that wasn't obvious before just to try and be a little less confusing. Um, So, yeah Venus and Taurus. Um, This is a very stable Venus sign. So, if you're like me and you have like Venus and Cancer or Capricorn, or you have Venus in like an earth or a water sign, this is a really good Venus match for you um, from a relationship standpoint because they are very stable and very, they're very stable and just very secure. And um, like Venus and Cancer, like they're very sentimental and they're kind of like warm and cozy. And this is definitely a placement that I think would do really well in like long-term relationships because Taurus is a fixed sign. So, Their love for someone is going to be very unwavering. However, because they're a fixed sign, if you do anything to hurt them or hurt their trust... Or anything like that, they might leave you very, very quickly. Because, like I said, Venus, Venus and Taurus, Taurus is a fixed sign. And I've noticed that Taurus just really doesn't like to put up with anyone's crap. So, if you're like an unhealthy person to be around, or you just don't treat them right, or if they feel like you're not loyal to them, they will probably drop you very, very fast and move on. This is the kind of sign because they're so involved with like material things, like they might really like good food or um really nice just like items like an I don't know I'm thinking like a watch or something or like really nice clothes like they might dress really nice um they might also be attracted to someone who likes the finer things in life or someone who's just really beautiful or pretty someone who dresses well um always looks good looks put together being with a Venus and Taurus like they really like to touch you a lot um like they always want to like hold your hand or maybe they put their hand on your shoulder and they rub your shoulder or your back or, you know, it's not always like sexual, um although like it certainly could be. Um, just Taurus as a sign is all about touch. So, they might just always want to have like their arm around you or they always want to hold your hand or they always want to cuddle. Like they're definitely a very touchy-feely sign. And they probably really like to just go out to dinner with you or like stay in and watch a movie. Like I said, it's a very like cozy kind of like lay low kind of sign like this could be a sign to that might want to like take a bath with you like they're very romantic um and like i said they really like food and good things and you know they also like to kind of lay around the house and like watch movies and so this is definitely like a netflix and chill <laughs> type of uh placement um and they're very stable and they also might because they like nice things it's very likely that they'll want to like give you gifts Um, So they'll probably surprise you with like little things here and there. They might do things like make you a mix CD or get you a necklace, you know, like they're just they it's kind of like the Taurus, Taurus thing, (laughs) Um, you know, like they're like Taurus is all about like material possessions and earthly possessions. So, yeah, they're very likely to just shower you with like gifts and um, treat you to really good food. Or um, maybe they want to go curl up with you on the couch and watch a movie, that kind of a thing. Um, which I really, really love this for someone with like Venus and Cancer because I feel like Venus and Cancer and Venus and Taurus are so similar in that sense. And um, what's great is I think the that Venus and Taurus would really give a lot of stability to Venus and Cancer. Um, and it's just like a really good match. Um, I really like it a lot. Um, and so, yeah, if you like someone with... Venus and Taurus, some signs that they like you, like I said, they might give you a gift. Um, they might, like, touch you a lot. Like, you know, they might try to, like, put their arm around you or hold your hand or something like that. Um, I also kind of feel like because Taurus is such a fixed sign, I feel like they might also be, again, like, kind of like Aries, I feel like there's a possibility they just might be very direct. This is a very grounded placement, too. So, like, they might, like, do a lot to kind of make you feel comfortable someone there's a there's some youtube video i saw by this girl i, I don't remember her name but she did a bunch of videos it was like how to tell the signs like yeah and i think she had a venus and taurus one where she said that um people with venus and taurus like they're the kind of people that like if you fart around them they'll be like oh like don't you don't need to feel embarrassed like i fart too <laughs> like you know like they they're very grounded in that sense um which is really cool like they just have a good head on their shoulders Um, So, you'll pick up on that. And they'll just, like I said, they'll want to make you feel comfortable because Taurus is all about comfort. So, they'll like go out of their way for you and, you know, do like little things for you if they think it'll like make you happy. And yeah, that is Venus and Taurus. Uh, Moving on to Venus and Gemini or Venus in the third house. Um, So, Gemini is a sign that's all about communication and intelligence and and learning. Um, Gemini is the the student of the zodiac they are very smart very intellectual and they like to talk a lot so when you have venus and gemini you really want someone who you can talk to um you want someone with a good mind someone who's very intelligent someone who's social someone you can have those like deep conversations with um however since gemini is an air sign it's not very attached like some of the other venus signs like if you had venus in a water sign or maybe a fire or sign like they might be a little more clingy in a way you know they might like if it was a water sign like Venus in a water sign um, you know you might have that desire to like want to like merge souls with someone or something intense like that but um, people with Venus and Gemini they kind of just like because they're so detached in a way like with love and relationships they kind of just want like a buddy like they want a friend that they can hang out with and Like, I wouldn't say that it's a very romantic sign. I mean, it could be, certainly. Um, You know, every sign has their own potential for things. But um, it's just like they kind of just want someone they can go on adventures with and pal around with and have these deep conversations with and do stuff with. Because Gemini is very restless. You know, they're always moving and going kind of like Aries, which is why I said earlier that i think you know venus and areas and venus and gemini people tend to get along really well because they're just always on the move and they're both not very sentimental or clingy or attached and so people with venus and gemini in that third house they just they want like a a sidekick almost to um like i said just to talk to and exchange ideas with and learn with um they definitely are attracted to someone who can like teach them stuff um and that's where like someone with like Venus and Sagittarius or other Sagittarius placements in their chart would come into play because Sagittarius is the teacher or the archetype or um, not archetype, sorry, (laughs) the teacher or the guru. And so if, you know, someone with Venus and Gemini can meet someone with Venus and Sagittarius or a lot of Sagittarius influence who can like teach them something, they're going to be all over that because they're a student. They want to learn from you. So if you can teach someone with Venus and Gemini something they're gonna be like all over that. They love that because they love to learn and they love people with really sharp minds and people who can just mentally stimulate them. They're not interested in small talk or um, people who just kind of seem vapid and dumb. Basically, <laughs> like if you if you're someone who thinks that acting, you know, clueless is attractive to men or you know people of the opposite sex for whatever reason, because I know that's like a trope don't do that. (laughs) Because one, you're probably much smarter than that. And two, um, if you're trying to attract a Venus and Gemini, it is not going to be attractive to them at all. Um, They really like people who are well-informed and intelligent and have a brain and um, are very studious and like book smart and can teach them things. Some ways to tell if a Venus and Gemini person likes you, um, they're going to want you to go places with them Um, or they're going to want to go places with you Um, you know, if you're like, oh, this is cool that we're doing this, but I'm moving in like a week. They, if they really like you, they're probably gonna be like, oh yeah, like I'll go too. (laughs) Like, and you might be like, um, what? Like we just met, (laughs) but you know, they're very, they're mutable signs, so they adjust to things very well. They could also be very moody at some point, but that's not um, the moodiness isn't really a sign that whether or not they like you. Um, but basically, they're just gonna want to spend a lot of time with you because, like I said, they're social and they're very detached. So. They, you know, they socialize with everybody. But if they give all their attention to you and they go out of their way to um, give you like special individualized attention, that is a sure fire sign that they like you. Yeah. So, that's Venus in Gemini and Venus in the third house. Moving on to Venus in Cancer in the fourth house. So, Venus in Cancer, this is a water sign. And people with Venus in Cancer, I have this placement Um, But it's in the fifth house. People with Venus and Cancer, they're very attracted to like domestic things. So things involving the home, they're very sentimental. They're kind of clingy. If they get a crush, like they'll probably try to be like not obvious about it, but they're usually like very obvious about it in a way, especially if you're good at like picking up on like subtle cues. Like, for example, like if you're a guy and you're interested in a Venus and Cancer woman and you like loan her your sweatshirt. And she keeps it and you see her wearing it all the time. That's probably like a very surefire sign that she likes you because people with Venus and Cancer, if they have a crush on you and like they think things are going somewhere and they're just like head over heels for you, they they want to feel close to you like at all times and they're probably thinking about you constantly because Cancer is such a clingy sign that they tend to become a little bit obsessive in a way. Um, so she might like wear your jacket all the time because she wants to feel like connected to you because like I said, people with Venus in water signs, they tend to have this desire to like want to like merge souls almost, um, with someone that they like. Another thing, um, they really crave security and stability in relationships. Um, they don't really like people who are wishy-washy about them or, um, you know, people who seem kind of all over the place or they don't, you know, they don't want to be with someone who's going to make them like worried like, oh my God, are they cheating on me? Are they talking to someone else? Blah, blah, blah. Like they're, like I said, they're clingy. So that makes them a little bit obsessive. So they want someone that they know is very grounded and stable and secure. They're also very traditional in a way um, because cancer is like very like, it's like the mom of the Zodiac. So like, I almost think of like a 1950s housewife. Like you know, people with Venus and Cancer like they kind of want to be like a mom, or if not like a mom to children, they might want like pets with you. Um, they're gonna want to like get a house with you, that kind of a thing. They want to, you know, if you're if it's a woman and she's pursuing a man. Like she might want to cook for you and clean and like take care of you. Like if you're sick, like I know when I started dating um, my boyfriend, like whenever he told me he was sick, I'd like show up at his house with like a little care package and I get him like all his favorite snacks and bring him emergency and tissues and like all this stuff and I would just like take care of him. And that's a very like Venus and Cancer thing. Like if they really like you, they're going to like take care of you and they're going to want to help you out they're also very sentimental so like you know you might give them something and like they'll hang on to that forever and they'll be like oh my gosh like it, it could be like a piece of string you found on the ground like if they're you know really that into you. you you could give them a piece of string and they'll keep it forever and be like oh yeah I remember when so-and-so gave this to me like it's so special and important they also tend to keep the same friends for a very long time so they might have a lot of like childhood friends that they stayed in touch with um into adulthood if it's a Venus and Cancer man pursuing a woman, like, again, it goes back to the traditional thing. Like, he's going to want to be the man in, like, the relationship and, like, take care of you um, and provide for you. And um, like I said, it's just very domestic. They're going to want kids or if not kids, they might, um, you know, they might want to get, like, pets like a dog or a cat with you or something, something like that. Um, and they also probably really like to cook with you, which is kind of going back to what I said about how I really like Venus and Cancer and Venus and Taurus together, because they both just really like these cozy like at home things. And neither one is super like adventurous. Like they're kind of like low key. So, they both just like to stay in and do their own thing and be together. So, yeah. If you have Venus in Cancer and or if you like someone with Venus in Cancer and you're wondering whether or not they like you, look for those things. So, if they maybe if they want to introduce you to their parents, because like I said, they're all about family. Um, so, they might want to have a family with you or introduce you to their family. They're going to be very clingy. They're going to want to spend a lot of time with you. They're going to, they're going to like, it's kind of going to be subtle, but if you're good at picking up on subtle cues, um, you'll just, you'll know when a Venus and Cancer likes you because they're just going to text you all the time and like Snapchat you and message you and send you memes or whatever. Like it's just going to be very obvious because they're going to see stuff and they're going to think of you and um, they're just always going to want to be in touch with you. Um, So look for stuff like that with Venus and Cancer. Um, they also might want to, like, move in with you, like, if you're already kind of dating a Venus and Cancer, but you're like, oh, where's this going? If they want to move in with you or have you move in with them, that is definitely, like, a surefire sign that they are into you. All right. And moving on from Venus and Cancer, I'm going to start going into um, Venus in the Leo or Venus in the Fifth House. So, my fiancé has Venus in Leo. So, I know this placement very well. Um Venus and Leo, they are very extra when they like someone. It's very obvious because they're a fire sign, and fire signs are very blunt and direct. Um, so they're very out there about whether or not they like you. Um when they like you, they like I said, they're very obvious. They might do um really grand gestures of affection. Like I feel like this is like depending on other places in their chart, but um, I feel like this is, like, the kind of sign that, like, if they were to propose to you, they would do it, like, in a stadium in front of, like, thousands of people or something. Um, I also kind of think of that picture of Will Smith and um, Jada Pinkett Smith on the red carpet where Will Smith is just, like, gesturing to his wife, like, look at her. Like, that is so Venus and Leo. Um, Venus and Leo people, they're really funny. They like to make you laugh. They make a lot of silly jokes. So, yeah, they are like natural-born entertainers in a way. Um, they, If they like you especially, like they will make all kinds of jokes. Um, they might tease you a lot too. I feel like that's just a very Venus and fire sign thing. I know I mentioned it in Venus and Aries, um, but this could also be Venus and Leo or even Venus and Sagittarius. Like all those fire signs, like there's, there's just something about them they like to tease people that they like, but they mean well. Um, they really love compliments. They... Like receiving compliments. They really want someone who makes them feel good, but they also will make you feel really good in return. Um, If they like you, they will be your biggest support system. Um, And they're always going to want what's best for you. Like, they really like when they love someone, whether you're a friend or someone in their family or a romantic partner they really want to see you succeed. Like they love to support their friends. Um, And that's what's really wonderful about um, Venus and Leos, even though they can be very self-absorbed and into themselves. There's also a very selfless quality to them where, you know, they will be very open and honest with you and kind of like tell you how it is because they truly do want to see you um, thrive and succeed in whatever it is you choose to do. So they will help guide you and, try to tell you because Leo's kind of bossy. So, they will totally try to tell you like, you know, what they think you should do. They also like to show you off a little bit. Like, if they like you, like, you know, they really like to tell people about you and bring you places. Um, This is definitely like a sign that kind of likes arm candy, I would say. My Venus and Leo boyfriend, like, he loves it. Like, when we go out like, if he sees like some guy like checking me out or something, like, yes, like he does get jealous at certain times, but if we're like out in public and he like sees someone like looking at me or something, like he loves it. Like it's totally like so good for his ego, um, because he's just like he feels so proud. Like he's like, yeah, that's that's my girlfriend. Like she's she's beautiful. Like I know if they like you, like they will be very proud of you because Leo is all about pride, and they will. um take pride in you because they love you or they like you or care about you or whatever you know wherever you are in that relationship they also really like to give gifts especially if they have Taurus in their chart they love to spoil people they love with like little gifts and stuff like that they also like to go on adventures and like do stuff with you which again i feel like it's very fire sign thing like they like to go do stuff they're also very, very big on loyalty. If you are being not loyal to a Venus and Leo, they will drop you very fast. They don't like people who are disloyal or dishonest. And I know it's easy to say that like, oh, well, like nobody likes, dis- you know, disloyalty. But um, especially for a fixed sign like Venus and Leo, trust and loyalty is like so, so incredibly important to them. I know a couple of Venus and Leo people and they're just very like, they look at you and if you're their partner like you are their life and they feel like you know you're their best friend and they can trust you with anything so if they're if they open up to you or if they tell you stuff like they are putting their life into you, basically. Like, they are all or nothing when it comes to love, um, especially being a fixed sign. Or if you have Venus in the fifth house, um, this could also apply to you as well. They just, they trust you with their life. They're like, this is a person that I love and they are amazing and I should be able to trust them with anything. They are my best friend, my go-to, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, that, and that's just the Venus and Leo energy So, moving on from Venus and Leo, uh, I'm going to start talking about Venus and Virgo um, or Venus in the sixth house. Um, So, people with Venus and Virgo, they are not super romantic. They are more likely to show their affection through acts of service. If they like you, like they probably want to help you with stuff or help you with a project. They really want to feel needed. They like people to like, I feel like they're kind of attracted to people they can fix almost. (laughs) like they almost want like a project to kind of work on. Uh, they also really like people who are very athletic and sporty, people who are very healthy. And I think it's easy to get this mixed up with Venus and Aries because the first time I met someone with Venus and Virgo, I thought that they were a Venus and Aries because they mentioned that they really liked um, like athletic women. But then I found out they had Venus and Virgo, but I feel like it, it definitely applies either way. So, yeah, if you have Venus and Virgo, like, you're going to be attracted. You want someone who's, like, perfect. Like, someone who looks exactly how you want them to look and acts exactly how you want them to act. Like, you're going to have a hard time with love because you're going to be so picky. And people might be like, you're being too picky. And you p- might be like, no, I'm not. But you actually might be, be being a little bit too picky. Um, <laughs> it's definitely possible. But, yeah, you just, you really want someone who's just, like, perfect. And you won't settle for anything less. And you also want someone who will, like, even though you want to help someone else, you also want someone who will help you in return. Yeah. So, that's Venus and Virgo. Um, and if you like someone with Venus and Virgo, they might show that they like you by, like, you know, trying to help you out with something. Or, you know, Virgo is a very calculated sign. So, they will really put a lot of thought into how they spend their time. And, like, they might go out of their way to try and see you or talk to you. That's another thing. Like, they like people they can converse with because Virgo is ruled by... um Mercury. So, they also, you know, they don't want someone who's just not really going to say anything. Like they want to talk and have conversations. It's very important to them. They also like someone who probably would like someone who's very organized and put together and um, has all their ducks in a row. Someone who's responsible. It's very Venus in Virgo or Venus in the sixth house. Uh, Moving on to Venus in Libra or Venus in the seventh house. So, the sign Libra is you know, it's the scales. It's all about balance. And um, when you have Venus and Libra, Venus is very much in its home here because Venus rules the sign Libra. This is definitely a placement where I think uh you complete me. Libra is always weighing out the pros and cons of things and trying to figure out, you know, how to balance things out. And so when they're looking for a partner, they are looking for someone to balance them and make them whole. Um, not that we really need like a significant other to make us whole. I definitely believe that you know, we can be whole in ourselves and also share a life with someone else. But um, Venus and Libra, people definitely believe in like soulmates and twin flames and um you know, just finding someone else who completes them, like the yin to their yang or the you know, their peanut butter and jelly or whatever. Um, They really like people who are very attractive and very um, charming and um, someone who likes the finer things in life, very similar to uh, Venus and Taurus. Um, They like people who are very like harmonious. And I feel like they'd also be attracted to someone who's very into like social justice. They might even like someone who's like vegan or something, I feel like, because Libra is a very humanitarian sign. So they're probably very into people who, you know, stand for like a cause Um, or people that want to bring more peace into the world people with venus and libra their personal moral code or their like personal ethics might be really important to them because you know libra they spend a lot of time weighing out the pros and cons of things so when they decide that they believe in something or you know that they're for or against something like that is that's just what they believe and that's how they see it um definitely like if you have a lot of cardinal signs or a lot of uh you know, Libra in your chart, this could change. You might be a little more flaky and indecisive in that sense. But if they have a lot of fixed signs on their chart, um, they could be much more fixed on their belief system. Uh, for example, my um, boyfriend, he is a Lib- Libra sun and Libra Mars, which I know those aren't the places we're talking about. But he has a lot of Libra influence and then he has a lot of fixed signs on his chart. And just last night, I um, we were talking and he started something by saying, I've decided. And I thought that was so funny because I had to point it out to him. I told him, I was like, you know, you say that a lot, that you've decided something. I like, I don't have a lot of Libra in my chart, really. And I I I almost never start things out with, I've decided. But, (laughs) you know, he'll start so many of our conversations as I've decided that I think this is right or I think this is wrong because he spends so much time in his head weighing out his, you know, options and whether or not he thinks something is okay or not okay. And once he makes up his mind about it, he comes out with, I've decided that I think blah, 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 blah. And, um, I was just laughing and talking to him about this last night. And I was like, you know, it's so funny. I've noticed that, you know, whenever you start something with I've decided, it's law for you. Um, maybe not for everyone else, but for you at least, like that is your personal code of ethics that you've already just decided. So Libras are definitely very much like that. Um, or Venus in Libra. I mean, either one. <laughs> um, or if you have Venus in the seventh house, you could feel this way as well. This is definitely, this would be really good, I think, with possibly Venus in Scorpio or Venus in Aquarius um, or Venus in Aries. Those are some other placements that would be really humanitarian and passionate about um, a cause or doing something for like the greater good kind of a thing. Um, Yeah, that's uh, Venus in Libra. Moving on from that, let's talk about Venus in Scorpio or Venus in the eighth house. So, when you have Venus in Scorpio, This is basically Venus is like in its detriment in Scorpio. So this can be a very challenging placement. Um, Scorpio is very intense and Scorpio is very often associated with sex. So um, if you have Venus and Scorpio, a lot of people might kind of come on to you or they might think that um, you want to have sex with them or that you're attracted to them, even though you might not be. This is just like the general vibe you give out, um, whether it's intentional or not. You really want to be close with someone, um, but it's very hard for you to be close with people because Scorpios have a very hard time trusting people, and it's a very, very sensitive sign. You guys don't want to show that you're sensitive; you hide it like a lot, and you usually do a really good job of hiding it. Um, but you you do it to protect yourself because you feel things so intensely and so deeply that you just don't want to get hurt especially by someone that you love like because that could totally crush you and so you play a lot of like head games with people that you like sometimes and it may be intentional it may not be but you really test people a lot of the time because you don't know if you can trust them and you want to but you need to know for yourself whether or not you can trust them and it could take you a very very long time to actually decide if you trust them or not um, of course this could change based on other things in your chart but generally speaking, um, you know, you, you just you go through a lot to find out if you want to be with someone. And there's also certain times, too, where you might want to be with someone. And for whatever reason, things don't work out with them. And you might almost torture yourself by keeping yourself away from someone because you feel like the connection is so strong that you don't want to open up that can of worms again and risk getting hurt. Um, So, this is definitely a placement that could end up like loving someone from afar or from a distance and you just never really tell them about it or come out with them about it Um, because you just, you really don't even want to dive back into that again because you just, you really, this is just a very like uh, strong placement for like, you know, protects themselves from getting hurt. I don't know if that made sense, but um, let's pretend it did, I guess. (laughs) So, yeah, like you just, you do a lot to shield yourself and guard your heart. Um, which can make love very tumultuous and very challenging for you. Um, Moving on from Venus and Scorpio, let's talk about Venus and Sagittarius. Um, People with Venus and Sagittarius, uh, this is a very detached Venus sign. Um, A lot of people with Venus and Sagittarius, like they really aren't, Big into relationships, they really value their personal freedom. That's not to say that they can't be in relationships or they can't do relationships. Um, they certainly can because Sagittarius does try to be like mature. Um, so sometimes what they'll say is like people with Venus and Sagittarius, if they're immature, they might avoid relationships more. But once they mature, or um, if they're a more mature placement, sometimes it takes these sometimes it takes these people a little bit of time to warm up to the idea of like. Oh, yeah, like I should probably like settle down and get married or share a life with someone. Um, Some of them may never want to have a relationship really or like a closely bonded relationship. This is definitely a placement I could see doing like open relationships maybe depending on other aspects or something like that. But if you are interested in getting if you're you know if it's a venus and sagittarius and they are interested in having a long-term relationship they can totally do it these people are very adventurous like i said they like to kind of do their own thing they can be very fun like they're like the good time Charlies. like they just want to party and um you know hang out with their friends and have fun and they can be really goofy um like silly like this is definitely another placement that I feel like if they like you like they'll want to make you laugh a lot um and they will because Sagittarius is a very funny sign like they're very blunt and they kind of just don't give a fuck so um they're just very like they're just very fun and playful like that um and they're not I don't think they're very jealous they don't they they're not going to be attracted to someone who's very jealous or possessive um, because they just you know kind of like the sign Aquarius like they just don't want to feel caged or um, like their freedom is being taken away because they're a very freedom loving sign Um, they might like someone they can travel with they might really like having like a travel buddy and they also probably like someone who can give them space because they need their space um, so I would definitely say that like as far as you know matches go Venus and Sagittarius, I don't really like that. Like if you're Venus and Cancer like me, like this probably isn't going to be be good for you unless maybe you have other stuff in your chart that changes that. Or like Venus and Scorpio, I don't think would really do well with this sign. But I really do like this with like, you know, Venus and Aquarius because Aquarius is also a very detached sign. Sometimes Venus and Capricorn can work because Capricorn's very mature. Pretty much any air or fire sign for the most part, I think would do really well with Venus and Sagittarius. And also... This so Sagittarius is all about luck and expansion. So these people tend to get very lucky in love. So they say that like sometimes these people can get accused of like cheating because they move on so fast from one relationship to another because, you know, they're just they're very charming and likable. Like Sagittarius is like a very likable sign because they're very real and honest and you know, they're usually always smiling and very happy. And I would say that if um you have a crush on someone with Venus and Sagittarius, They really like people who are happy and optimistic and just as, you know, adventurous and freedom loving and outgoing as they are. They also really like, um, I've noticed people with Venus and Sagittarius, they really like beautiful people, like people that are just really, really good looking, Um, which again, you could apply that to any sign, but. Something about Venus and Sagittarius is like, they just really, I've noticed from my friends, they really like really pretty people. So like if you're a woman with Venus and Sagittarius, you really like guys with like muscles and like maybe like, I don't know, blonde hair and blue eyes or something like the really cliche, like pretty boy kind of a thing. Um, You know, someone with really white teeth and a perfect smile, like, you know, just someone who's just really good looking. Because like I said, Sagittarius is all about like expansion and um you know, someone with those really exaggerated, like beautiful features. Same thing, like if you're a woman, um or sorry, if you're a man with Venus and Sagittarius, you really you might really like women who are very like tall and have like this long, thick, like beautiful hair and same thing, like the white teeth and perfect smile and, you know, pretty eyes and a really good body and like a perfect physique. I must feel like Venus and Sagittarius would be really attracted to like a girl with like a really big butt too, which again, like you could apply that to all the signs, but I don't know. I just, I see that for Venus and Sagittarius is like the exaggerated features of like a really big butt or really big boobs or something like that Um, and really curvy maybe. Um, I've also noticed too, actually, that some people with this tend to really like supermodels almost. So like, like people that just look really perfect, like, you know, like they're photoshopped That is totally what I see with um, Venus and Sagittarius. Uh, Moving on from Venus and Sagittarius, let's talk about uh, Venus and Capricorn or Venus in the 10th house. So if you have Venus and Capricorn, you are very secure and very stable and you're very efficient. You really are good at kind of just getting shit done. Of course, this could depend on your Mars sign um, and could totally change. But um, you might be kind of a workaholic. You might really place a big value on money. You're very grounded and practical when it comes to love. This is a placement that knows that, like, you really need to work for love. Love doesn't really come easily to you, um, which sounds like a bad thing, but I think in some ways this can be a really positive thing because, you know, if you want a long term relationship, relationships, whether they're romantic or if it's friendships or, um, you know, family relationships, relationships always require work, especially if you want to actually keep certain people in your life. And I feel like people with Venus and Capricorn really understand that relationships require work. So, if you are in a relationship with someone with Venus and Capricorn and you're having issues, like this is definitely the kind of sign that's going to um, sit down and work it out with you. Even if they're um, kind of avoidant and they might leave the situation, I feel like this is definitely the type of placement that would smarten up and come back and be like, okay, let's work this out. Um, unless you do something to really hurt them, maybe then they might kind of piece out. But um, I think for because like because Capricorn is very goal oriented, um, they really want to have like a house and a family and kids and stuff like that. And so if you're in a relationship with one, like they're working towards that with you. That's just what they do. Like, that's their goal. So, they're going to put in whatever work they need to put in to make the house and kids and whatever, um, you know, come to them for that. Uh, and again, not all Venus in Capricorn people or Venus in the 10th house people, um, not all of you might want a house and kids and like the white picket fence, but it's very likely um, because you want to work towards something um, because you're very goal-oriented. Also, status and work might be really, you know, important to you. So, like, on a negative end, um, you might go the other way. Like, if you feel like you've been really hurt in love, which sometimes this happens with Venus and Capricorn, like, if you feel like you've been really hurt in the past, you might become a workaholic because you might not really, you might be like, you know, fuck relationships. I'm just going to work and work. Like, this is definitely, like, the kind of placement I could see as being, like, you know, work until they die (laughs) kind of a placement where like they might end up being very lonely and isolated because they feel so hurt and scorned by other relationships where they're like you know all I care about is money and work and all I care about is me and you know my work and what I do and making sure I've got all my ducks in a row um I actually I worked with someone with Venus and Capricorn who like they if you if they've been hurt in other relationships they can definitely have some deeply rooted trust issues um I just, I remember this Venus and Capricorn person that I worked with once was all like freaking out because, you know, they had been seeing this girl for a while and she wanted like a key to his apartment or something and he's like I don't know if I should give it to her I don't know and I like I kind of teased him about it later like oh like you have like you know trust issues or whatever and he was like me trust issues and he like laughed about it um, which is another good thing about Venus in Capricorn they have a really good sense of humor um, they won't really seem like it but they do and they also have like kind of a really dark and twisted sense of humor so if you also are like that then this is a good match for you And going back to what I was saying about how they like to work for love, I would definitely say too that like if they really like you, um, they're definitely going to put in the work to be with you and want to be with you. Moving on from Venus in Capricorn, let's talk about Venus in Aquarius or Venus in the 11th house. So, when you have Venus in Aquarius, um, like I said, in the Venus in Sagittarius Part of the show. Um, this is a very detached sign. They're very non-emotional, but they're very humanitarian. Um, they care a lot about, you know, like social justice issues um, and worldly issues, because you know, Aquarius it's the water bearer. You know, they they have deep they have this very deep sympathy for humanity. And they're very detached. They're very weird. Like, you know, that's definitely the typical Aquarius (laughs) archetype. Um, They really like women. Well, like if it's a man. Sorry, let me backtrack that. Sorry. I said they like women because like in my head, I'm thinking of a guy that I know with Venus and Aquarius. But this is actually probably true for anyone with Venus and Aquarius, regardless of your um, gender. Uh, So, people with Venus and Aquarius, they... It's interesting because this is Leo's opposite sign, right? So, they like people that are really um, beautiful and good-looking, but they like people who are really unconventionally beautiful or good-looking. Um, so, something I've noticed is they might like people who are really good-looking, but they might have like a really distinct feature about them that kind of makes them look a little bit different from other people. So, um, they might be like, they just, they're very good-looking, but they their nose might be shaped a certain way or they might have freckles or curly hair or, um, you know, they might have like a little gap in their teeth or something like that. Uh, Just something little that would kind of separate them from other people. And much like Venus and Leo, they're also very loyal because Aquarius is a fixed sign. So if they like you, like they're all with you, but it's also an air sign. So be careful because, you know, even though it's a fixed air sign, I would say they can also be a little bit like flaky. Um, I also think this could be another uh, placement like Venus and Sagittarius that would really like an open relationship at some points. Again, this depends on other things in the chart, but they might be really into um, open relationships. They could also be like low-key, like very like freaky, like sexually, like they might be very kinky um, or have like some weird fetish or a weird kink. Um, This could also probably more so apply to Mars and Aquarius, but... I also feel like this could apply to Venus in Aquarius as well or Venus in the 11th house. Um, so they might I feel like this is also kind of like kind of uh, wow. This is also the kind of sign that like if they are kind of kinky or freaky like that, like they might jokingly make a joke about some sort of weird like fetish that they're into, but they kind of do it to see if you're also into it <laughs> and then like they'll see your reaction. And if you're also into it, then they might also try to like pursue it. Or they might just be very open and direct about it because Aquarius likes to kind of let their freak flag fly. So this could totally go either way depending on other things in their chart. They also, because they're so humanitarian and they're also very like, so it's an air sign, right? Um, They're very humanitarian. They're very intelligent. They like people that are smart and witty. Um, they like people they can joke around with. And because they're very mental, because it's an air sign, like, so these people are very smart. Like they have a very good head on their shoulders. They're just very, very intelligent. And because of that, they like someone who's equally intelligent. And they also like to argue a lot, um, very similar to Venus and Aries, um, because they're very educated on a lot of issues. So, they like to throw their opinions out there or their knowledge about things out there. And so, they really like someone I think that they can kind of argue with. And the funny thing about Aquarius is I feel like they see both sides of an argument. So, like arguments, like you might not even know if you're having a serious argument with them because it, it just feels kind of playful and sarcastic. And a lot of times, too, you might be arguing about something and you might actually agree with them on um, something you're talking about, but like they'll still kind of play devil's advocate and try to argue the opposite side of it just because like Aquarius is like the natural rebel. So, they always like go against the grain kind of and they'll always like want to do the opposite of what someone else is doing and sometimes this is fun and other times it's super super frustrating um because like it's just an aquarius thing like we naturally just want to go against you know against what everyone's doing and sometimes i think we just like to do it just to purposely ruffle feathers and the only reason i say we is because i have aquarius rising in my chart um and even though it's not venus and aquarius i still feel like i understand the sign very well and i kind of like get it but yeah, they're just they're very silly and playful like that. And they can kind of drive you crazy. But I actually as far as like matches go, I really like Venus and Aquarius paired with either Venus and Sagittarius because they're both very detached and independent. Or I really like Venus and Aries for this Venus sign because um, like I said, Aries gets very bored. And I feel like Venus and Aquarius or someone with Aquarius in their chart would definitely be able to keep them on their toes and keep them guessing because Aquarians can be very hard to read sometimes and they're also very spontaneous and like all over the place. Um, So, I think like that would be a really good match. I also noticed that um, people with Venus and Aquarius, they tend to have like a lot of unique um, or varied like interests. Like they might be into yoga or um, they might be very spiritual Um, there's a lot of different things they could be into. It's usually something though that's not very like popular, like because again, like they don't like to conform really, so they might have a lot of like weird interests that are very um non conforming to whatever's popular in society at that time or this time or whatever. So, yeah, that's Venus and Aquarius, uh, Venus and Pisces or Pisces. Um, sorry. Venus in Pisces or Venus in the 12th house. Um, This is a really cute placement. Uh, Whenever I think of this placement, I think of like Martha Stewart because I had a friend who had Venus in Pisces and she was just very like cutesy about everything. Like she loved arts and crafts. She would make you like little Valentines for Valentine's Day. Like she loved to make like handmade cards. She loved to bake. Um she was just very, very creative because Pisces is like this dreamy sign and she, you know, she was a Libra rising. So she had like, she always had like really cool outfits and she was just very unique and creative. Um, this is just like a sign that like probably has like really good aesthetics, I would imagine. Um, like they might dress really well or they might like to decorate for like holidays. Like they're very crafty like that. Um or, the, you know, they might do things like they like to might do little like my friend would do. Um, I remember her telling me when she was making these little DIY bird feeder things because it was spring and she was like all excited that it was spring. So she made a little bird feeder and it was really cute. Um, they're just, yeah, they're awesome like that. And uh, they're very emotional and like sentimental. So they can be kind of moody like the other water signs. They could get, acu- this is another place when they could possibly get accused of cheating. But really, like this is a very, very loyal placement um, another thing Venus and Pisces tends to remind me of is the song "Um, Someone New" by Hosier. That's like I fall in love just a little or a little bit every day with someone new. Like, and if you like watch the music video, um, in the music video it shows like this girl and she's like walking through the uh, through a city and she's walking by all these people and she keeps imagining herself as those people and like what it would be like to be in their shoes and do what they're doing. And I feel like that is so Venus and Pisces because it's very, you know, Pisces is a dreamy, it's a very dreamy sign. So, you know, they might see someone that they think is attractive or something and they might like imagine like, oh, what would it like to be with this person? Or they might talk to them and just, you know, they, they daydream a lot. They're very in their head. Um, I mean, I think it is possible they could cheat, but for the most part, like I would say, they're very loyal. And if anything, they give more of an illusion that they're cheating than actually cheating sometimes. Uh, They might also like a lot of alone time because, you know, Pisces is like an emotional sponge. They're going to soak up all the emotions from someone in in a relationship um, or, you know, people around them. So they might need a lot of time by themselves to kind of just, you know preserve their energy. Um, because this sign is like, you know, all about dreams and illusions, they could also be very misguided or very naive about who they get into relationships with. And because of this, it's definitely possible. And this isn't true for all Venus and Pisces people. Um, but if they're like immature, like immature Venus and Pisces, um, it's very possible that they end up dating like people who are drug addicts or people who are abusive or just really not good for them and this is where you know them being too loyal can kind of be um, be a problem for them because you could tell them you know oh like he's, he doesn't sound very healthy to be around or you know what he's doing is abusive or you know he's a drug addict like why are you with him and like they'll defend these people till like the very end um, it really takes a lot actually for someone to kind of get away from a Venus and Pisces, I think. like you'd have to cut them off completely because they're just that type of placement because they're so emotional and empathetic, like they see the other person's side and they want to help them. Um, but I think sometimes they don't realize that they need to help themselves first before they can help someone else. Um, and because of this,, uh, you know, it can be very detrimental to them and their health and it can be damaging. Um, also kind of interesting too because so Pisces is the opposite sign of Virgo so I think it's interesting that Venus and Virgo and Venus and Pisces like these are two signs that kind of want to like you know fix the person they're with or they want to help them or save them Um, and I would say these two signs definitely need to learn that you can't save everybody Um, and sometimes you definitely need to help yourself first Um, but yeah I really like this placement Um, I would definitely say I really like them with You know, uh, Venus and Virgo or Venus and Taurus is a good placement, um, like, or a good match that would go with this. Um, Basically, Venus and Pisces would do really well with any of the, probably the Earth signs. Um, Maybe Venus and Cancer. I don't think they're a great match with uh, other water signs, even though, like, it could work um, because, you know, it does... It can happen. Um, I don't really love it though with other water signs only because they are so empathetic and they are such like emotional sponges that I feel like they would just kind of drive each other crazy. Um, I mean, again, like other things in the chart could change this. I'm, you know, not everything I say is like 100%, you know, spot on all the time. But um, just from personal experience, I just don't really like Venus and water signs with other water signs just because like all the feelings just can get so wrapped up in each other. And I feel like it can just be really unhealthy. Sometimes you can kind of drive each other nuts. Um, But again, that's not always true. Sometimes it's different. Sometimes you have other things in your chart that can make things work um, more than, you know, other things. And yeah, that is Venus in the signs. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Space Witch Podcast. If you got something good out of it, um, please, please, please do me a favor and leave me a review on iTunes and rate it so that people can find this podcast and also benefit from it. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you all have a wonderful Valentine's Day or a wonderful Thursday or payday or what have you. And I will catch you here next time on the Space Witch Podcast. Thank you so much for listening.